1: Coming to you somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 298 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. This episode is titled Soulstone to Hell. It is March 12, 2021, and this is Jen. Today I bring with me a special guest whose voice you will recognize if you've been listening to Soulstone, at least at some point before it was only me on the show. I have brought Shazam. Hi, Shazam.
0: What's going on?
1: Not a lot in Diablo, apparently. (laughs) You know, But we'll get there. So for those that don't know that are new to the show, Shazam was a host by himself for a while before I took over, I guess. Um, That's the right way to say it. And I got to say, Shazam, it's nice to be able to do a show with you again.
0: Yeah, I I enjoy coming back.
1: You have moved on to a different podcast other than Soulstone, and I know it's called Hearthstone to Hell. What would you like to tell our listeners about what that show is?
0: That show originally, when I first thought of it and came out with it, it was going to be a Diablo and World of Warcraft podcast, right? Makes sense.
1: Makes sense. Yeah.
0: You know, so whenever, like, Diablo 2 news was light, like, Diablo news was light, we could just rely on World of Warcraft news. But I don't play World of Warcraft. The other show host at the time, when I started it, was Greed, which was also another former host of this show. That's right. He's the one that played World of Warcraft, and I didn't. I since then moved on from from Greed. I tried getting another host for World of Warcraft News, Zeph, that was in the community, but um, she didn't want to do a show every week, so she was on for like a week or two, and then she was gone. I had to come to the conclusion of what do I do next? Do I continue World of Warcraft news, a game that I do not play? I do not plan on playing at any, you know, caliber other than maybe doing a level every quarter or something like that. Or do I just, you know, axe the World of Warcraft part and continue on with, you know, at the time I was playing Path of Exile and I was playing other games like that just continued with the Diablo stuff and it's more ARPG that I'm playing than anything else. So that's basically what the show is, is Diablo and whatever I'm playing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, it works out, you know, it's still got Diablo yeah. in it. So people looking for that content will be able to enjoy your show and you might be able, from the sound of it, you might be able to point them towards other you know, games that they're going to like to play too, if they like Diablo. Yeah. That might be good. Yeah. And it's interesting because Soulstone has a long history of having lots of hosts and then losing them (laughs) as they attrition out and then others joining and then leaving. And maybe it's a Diablo podcast thing, I'm not sure, but it happens, you know, it's happened a lot with Soulstone.
0: Yeah, um, we talked to Vesper a lot um, and then we talked to Lantonio a lot. You know, I don't know what he's doing right now, but them are the two people that I've talked to that were hosts before me. You know, I don't know Brazia or... Any of them, other people like that, I, you know, that was long before I.
1: Right, that was before you were um, part of the show for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Vesper is streaming, but he was on the show as a guest. I think it was like before BlizzCon line. I think we talked about the Celebration Collection. Yeah, it was two ninety three. So he was on, and then Dreadscythe was on recently, and Sean was on recently, and. I guess I've become, like, one of these shows that just brings guests on a lot, you know? (laughs) It's fun, though. I mean, I'm glad you're here. And I just wanted to say that it's so very cool that you didn't just drop the show when it had difficulties, the uh, Hearthstone Hell show that you're, you're working on. It's hard to start a podcast on your own. It's hard to continue a podcast on your own if you're doing all of the gathering of information and recording and editing and social media and whatnot it's a lot for one person to do so that you want to keep going with that is really admirable because i know how hard it is
0: like i said in private messages whenever Mm -hmm. i get the means to i'm actually going to get an actual good editor that i can actually edit the show properly instead of the the hack job i do now
1: editing is is a skill it's not for everyone it can be frustrating
0: when the show came out, I didn't edit the first show, and I thought it was trash. I found Audacity, mm-hmm. and I edited the show with Audacity, and that, that went great. But then at some point in time, Audacity decided that you're not going to no longer be able to convert MP4 files with Audacity anymore. I'll put them to MP3 after you're done editing them. Oh. So therefore, I lost I lost an editor. See. you know at that time I didn't know what else to use didn't want to spend money and then find one that was junk and then you know spend more money for something else so I just held off mm-hmm. and just did the music in my ear stuff like that and um, you know let anchor um, do whatever job it does of editing the show or uploading it or whatever and then that's when I do it but when I first Wants to show. I dumped. I want to say a hundred and twenty dollars into the show. That was a hundred dollars for the the hack job of the profile picture that we got. Oh, okay. Mhm. And the picture that nobody's ever seen other than me and Greed because it is like utter trash. Oh, that's too bad. For one, and I don't know if I could post it online on my um on my Twitter because it has some some person's other art on it, not me or the person that made it.
1: Oh, that's bad.
0: So I just did the right thing and I just didn't, I just left it on my computer and left it at that. That's the right way to go with that one. COVID and stuff started happening. Like my job consists of if people come to, keep people come and spend money, that's when I make money. But if people come and, if people don't come to my job, and they don't spend money. I don't make any money. I've always wanted an intro. I looked for intros before. were before on Fiverr, I couldn't find anything that I could justify getting, getting somebody to pay somebody to make. I'm probably gonna have Dreadscythe if I pay him and um, have him make an intro for our um show. You know, buy an editor and, and um, you know, have the show hopefully as good as comparable as all the other shows that are out the social media thing like me controlling everything the only thing that ever happens on our twitter is the show gets posted every sunday or whatever and then i go and post that on twitter and it's basically the only thing that happens on that twitter
1: it's a start though at least or i mean if you want to keep it simple it's a good way to go at least the show's out there
0: yeah but every everything else that happens i usually just post on my own twitter
1: I've been um, putting stuff on the Shattered Stone at Shattered Stone account on Twitter, and it's usually uh, retweeting stuff from the community. Like somebody made a podcast episode and it's out now, or somebody's got some cool art or whatever. And I'm just trying to like boost up the community. Yeah. So I'll put it there, even if I'm following like some of the same people on my regular account. I'll try to you know push it on the Diablo account so that they can get more you know attention. Basically, like, it's kind of a niche subject matter. And I think it's easier to, like, direct people to the stuff that they like in one spot like that. That's just me. You know, like, previous to me taking over the uh, Twitter, it was just, here's the show, here's the show, here's the show. Yeah. Yeah, and I just felt like, okay, maybe I can do something else with it. And I learned that TweetDeck is absolutely wonderful for this sort of stuff. (laughs) Because it just enables you to use two Twitter accounts roughly at the same time without having to log in log out and and all this other stuff so that helped a lot if you ever get to the point in the future where you're like I really want to put more stuff on there I'll, you know that's a, a thing to look into maybe you've been saying you you want to get a new editor but you're talking about the software particularly not like getting a person to edit correct okay. yeah the software Cause somebody's going to misread that and start asking you hey I can edit you know so yeah. <laughs> just to you know hold that off i guess you know <laughs> So um, you were saying it was originally World of Warcraft and Diablo and that you don't play World of Warcraft, but what are you playing now?
0: Like the last week I'd just been on my PlayStation. I played UFC 3 for a while and then I bought Gran Turismo yesterday because it's 15 bucks on the PlayStation store right now if anybody cares. Final Fantasy VII Remake is free right now if you have a PlayStation Plus member. You know, Final Fantasy seven right now is a pretty good game. I know Nine Ball plays it. A couple other people in the community play it. But I've been playing I put three hundred hours in the POE since the that league started. And I can't remember when it started. January, February ish. Somewhere around there. But I put, you know, three hundred hours into that. Somewhere around there. That's a lot of effort. I hope you're doing well in it. There's a learning curve on that game. It's very punishing if you don't, if you don't know everything about the game, if that makes any sense. Right now, the league thing, the season thing, whatever you want to call it, is basically you click a pylon, a whole bunch of monsters spawn, you kill them all, and then you could buy stuff. And there's probably you know between one and four pylons in a map. If you wait to buy stuff until you completed the last pylon, then You know, all the items are revealed that you can buy and all the prices and stuff, stuff like that. But then there's past leagues that, you know, you could buff the items that you have. And if you didn't play that league, you have no idea how to do it. just like a compound of everything that if you didn't continue playing this game, you miss out on more and more and more stuff. So you get more and more behind and then you have to learn all this stuff. And then that—that's where I'm at. Like right now, I don't even know what other leagues there were. Like the last league I played, there was basically a fort. You walked in, killed a, like the leader in the fort. They dropped like this weird card, and either saved them or killed them or something. And like you completed like this weird weird deck, and you got stuff from it. But that was—I don't even know how many years ago that was that I played that. You hit a brick wall if you don't know everything after that or if you you miss something and stuff like that. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, stuff I need to learn so I can progress further. Because I'm at, like, T6 maps right now, and there's 16 sets of maps you can do.
1: So you're getting somewhere, you just have farther to go.
0: Yeah, I got a long way to go. And then they added the stuff with the new end boss and the game and stuff like that, so... Diablo 2 Remaster doesn't come out by, you know, the end of, I take it back, if it doesn't come out in alpha, by the time season 23 ends, I will probably just play PoE until Diablo 2 Remaster or Diablo Immortal or something comes out for some sort of testing. I just, Diablo 3 is, I I just need to take a break from that game, I just need to take a long break from that game.
1: (laughs) Well, people do need to take breaks from certain games every so often. I think that's fine. There are people, I think, that they've stuck with one game for so long and they're getting tired of it, but they feel like, well, I've I've put this much into it, I need to keep going. And then they're all miserable. So, like, don't be that, you know? <laughs> I mean, if you need a break, take a break. It's, it's totally fine.
0: I even noticed, like, starting with Season 22, mm-hmm. I think Riker... I think he streamed like the first weekend or maybe it was like the first week and then he just started streaming other games after that and I'm like, like wow. <laughs> like, he's. So he was just done, he, maybe? Even, even he's like wants a break from this game. <laughs>
1: did he finish the season journey in a week? Or I don't know if he did or not. Or was he just done before then? Like, I am done. Like, I'm pretty sure break. that
0: he played Diablo 3 after that. Oh, okay. But after, like, the first week, he played a different game, like, you know, the second week, and he was already playing another game. Interesting.
1: I didn't know that. I'm way behind on following people's streams and stuff like that. I'll probably watch, like, their video on demand when I can, but I didn't know about that. I wasn't aware of that. That's interesting.
0: Even right now, bloodshed and everybody's not even playing D3. Yeah,
1: I think they're playing, is it,
0: uh, it's a Viking game, right? bloodshed was playing loop hero i've never i've heard of it but i've never never played it i don't know what that is a new season for um project diablo 2 came out apparently today or rather recently that's what riker's playing right now
1: that's cool so you went from diablo to another version of diablo (laughs) that's cool still within the game series you know kind of
0: that's good it's basically about it, though. It's I, I just I want a new Diablo game to come out. I don't care if it's a mortal or two. Mm-hmm. I just want I just want something fresh.
1: I think a lot of people are are there. I'm not. I, when Diablo came out, I played it for I mean countless hours. You know, back when they weren't really counting how many hours you played, and I haven't been able to play as much Diablo three lately because I've been really sick because the pollen count's been awful and it just makes it harder you know <laughs> to do stuff so i'm a little bit i'm a lot behind on the season journey but i'm hoping to like jump in maybe later and and get through that a bit but i am the type of person where if i like a game i'll play it forever you know <laughs> until it like falls apart or whatever it's, it's just the way i am i i think and i think part of it's because i move so much slower than everybody else does through it so it could be that as well
0: the conquests are going to be so much easier for next season it's ridiculous
1: i have to look at that. I don't remember what they said the Conquests were. know Avarice oh, is one. okay. Avarice? Doing, all right. That's the gold one.
0: Yeah, the gold one. That's um doing a Greater Rift Under... I mean, a Nephilim Rift Under 2 Minutes is one, doing um a Greater Rift 75.
1: That doesn't sound too terrible. If I actually get working on it, I might be able to do it, but I'm just like... The beginning of every month, all of my work as a freelance writer starts over and that's where I end up putting my energy. So it's like I'm behind everybody just right away when a season starts around then, you know?
0: The PTR, I did all all three of them conquests in the first two days of the PTR.
1: Okay, so tell me more about the PTR. Like, I know it's over. I didn't try to get into it because the last time I tried to get into a PTR... It let me, like, you know, bring in a character that I had already made and that was, like, you know, level 70 and whatever. And it let me do all that. And then when it was, you know, time to hit the button to get into the PTR, I'd get, like, that screen that comes up that's, like, outside of Westmarch and nothing would happen after that and I never could get in. So I was kind of, like, burned out on it and I didn't try this time. How did things work out with, like, the followers? Like, I know they did a revamp.
0: Pretend your character screen, like where you put all your equipment. Mm-hmm. Just pretend you have two of them. Okay. And this the second one on the top left is just a token, but it has every other slot is you can fill with stuff. You have two of them, like one for you, one for your follower and you could deck them out.
1: Oh, that's gonna be cool. I kind of knew they did, but I was wondering like, in your experience, like if you, if you filled out one of those followers or all of those followers, did it feel like it was worth it? Like they helped?
0: I think... And... Like I didn't want to bring this up on PTR. I didn't want to bring this up anywhere for the dev team to... Kind of nerf it or something like that. hmm But... Me playing as a demon hunter, it is hard to get a level 45 item. Because you need like a bow and then you need the roll... You know, you need to roll all these stupid things, so you can just get an item level decrease. But I feel that if you pick like the Templar and you're like a demon hunter, and you roll swords, and you get like a level 30 reduction, and you put that on your t- on your Templar, I think he would walk around and just annihilate stuff. That sounds good.
1: <laughs> you know? I usually use the Templar because he can heal.
0: Leveling up steel is probably going to be the templar for healing and stuff like that, but yeah, at high end it's going to be like you want more crit, you want more cooldown.
1: It's interesting. Now, when you were on the PTR, did you play in a group or did you play solo? Because I've read some things that indicate that maybe boosting up all the stuff you can do with the followers is going to like help solo play. Like maybe they. We're gearing it for that, or just at least thinking about that. In your experience, like, did you do solo play, or did you do group play, or both? I did followers? all
0: solo because okay. you don't know, get a follower if you're in a group.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Does it make a difference, though? Like, a big difference? Like, next season, are we going to go in and gear up our followers and notice those of us that weren't in the PTR? Are we going to see like a dramatic change?
0: When I played my Demon Hunter, when you do a speed, like when you're doing Nephilim riffs, you can't do Focus and Restraint because um, in your QB of you the Ring of Royal Grandeur for Captain Crimson set mm-hmm. so you run Focus and Restraint Well, you're, you're doing Nephilim Rifts and you're using an Avarice Band you don't use Focus and Restraint anymore you just use one and then you just roll an Avarice Band on your other ring now you don't have that problem you run Focus and Restraint your Follower rolls the Avarice Band you get credit for it. Oh, I see. So it kind of shares. So it shares. So you get 100% more power in a Nephilim Rift as a Demon Hunter this patch. So you do Nephilim Rifts way quicker, T16s way sooner and way quicker. Whenever you put a Ring of World Grandeur on your Templar, I mean, on your follower, and you run Sages and you run Cane Set, you're getting more greater riff keys and you're getting more dbs so in return you're doing less nephilim riffs so there's going to be i have a feeling you know there's going to be higher paragons because there's going to be people doing less greater riffs because you don't have to do i mean less nephilim riffs because you don't have to do as many anymore
1: that'd be nice because i've always felt like okay i don't i don't know when you started playing diablo 3 but there was a season early on, it was, I can't remember which season, it wasn't the first season or the second one, but it was a little bit after that. And they decided that maybe the, maybe this is when they introduced the Nephilim rifts and all that. I can't remember what was before it or exactly, you know, where in the timeline of this this change had occurred. But there was a time where you had to do a Nephilim rift and it would give you like one or two little Nephilim Uh, tokens. or Oh no, you had to do bounties to get those tokens. And then when you got the tokens then you could bring it to the Nephilim Rift. And when you got through the Nephilim Rift then you might get uh, you know, you might get a Rift key essentially if you were high enough to do like you know, like a greater Rift would be now. And it was just like over and over again and it was just tiring you know to do that. So I mean they fixed it (laughs) to some degree now, but just the thought of them now for the new upcoming season have made that whole process so much more efficient than even it was, you know, in, in season 22. That's, that's really good. Cause I think part of the problem I'm having when I play is just how much time it takes to go through, you know, even just, you know, okay, you got to get a rift key. Okay. Now you can do a rift. Okay. Now you got to do the Nephilim rift again, you know, that kind of thing. I think that would be helpful to like make you not have to do as many Nephilim rifts as you were saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That might help people that are low on time or whatever the case may be. So I think
0: that's cool. The only thing I find annoying about this is if you're the one, if you're one of the people that uses the armory a lot, and you have, you're like Rona, and you have a, you know, ten builds, your Templar's stuff doesn't change. So if you're running Nephilim rifts and you have canes and and the you know canes and sages set and stuff on and you decide hey i'm gonna go my greater rift set and i'm gonna start running greater rifts the cane set doesn't help you in there the sages set really doesn't help in there because you're not getting dbs from a greater rift so you have to change out half your half your follower stuff for stuff that you're gonna use in a greater rift that's kind of the stuff that i find would be annoying
1: yeah that would get a little tedious if you're changing around what you're doing a lot. That's interesting, though.
0: I thought it was your followers got way more damage and way more toughness and stuff like that because you could gear them out. I think Riker's video from two days ago, I think they can use esoteric alteration and two other legendary gems on the followers and help them.
1: Maybe. I'm looking at like the notes from it and I'm trying to see where that is. I think I read that, but I can't remember which ones it connects to specifically, but yeah. Um, if you saw it on Riker's video, I'm sure that's what's going on. That'd be interesting, you
0: know? Yeah, I can't remember the other two, but I know Esoteric was one of them.
1: That's pretty neat. I mean, to be able to just finally give your followers stuff beyond like what we, the limited things we could give them, you know, I can see where it's going to give them more power. Or more, whatever, to help you out with, and I want to experience how much faster it makes the game go. You know, when the new season comes up, you know, um, yeah, yeah. And when it does come up, we're gonna lose the um, the double goblin thing that's on now and the shadow clones. What did you think of the shadow clones?
0: They were all right. It's they could definitely once like basically annihilate a rift guardian. Early, I I don't I haven't done anything higher than I think the when I played the first month of the season I think I did like a one sixteen on a monk and then that's the highest I, I basically gave up after that. But I want to say it like even when I was doing speed on hundreds, I think they still killed the Rift Guardian. This was back whenever um like a one shot, like Wolf Cryer was complaining he went to a different level his shadow clone stayed on the previous level and he was so close to spawning the Rift Guardian. The shadow clone kills stuff on their previous level, spawns the Rift Guardian. By the time you get back to the Rift Guardian, your shadow clone has already killed the Rift Guardian. Oh, wow. I had that happen to me and I'm like, this is nuts. You know, you're running a GR 100 speed running it and your shadow clone you know, murdered the Rift Guardian on a different level that you weren't even on. That's so strange. You don't even have to be powerful and your, your shadow clone, will, you know, murder the um, Rift Guardian for you.
1: Wow. Now I haven't, I'm, as I said, way behind and I, I've hit 70 and I'm still working on the season journey and all that. And I have noticed that if I get a uh, shadow clone, it just murders everything. And I had like the, um, is it, uh, the bracers that you you use uh, you hit a pylon or whatever and, and it gives you monsters or shrine bracers, that's yeah. it. That's the one yeah I was doing that and, and I'm playing a barbarian I can you know I, where I was at in the game I was like okay you know I'm not even on too high a difficulty yet at all and I'm like I can do this and the shadow clone just nails them all and I'm like poof I'm like okay <laughs> you know <laughs> there it went alright you know it was a little weird It's a little weird. I haven't yet gotten into a greater rift, although I think I can now that I've hit 70, and I'll go from there. I'll get as far as I can. I really want the uh, Deckard Cain pet, you know, the Book of Cain pet, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if I get there, you know. Something to work on. At least we know, like, the new season's gonna start on, what was it, the 28th? According to what I'm looking at. From... A while ago. It says season 22. It's an update on the season 22 uh, post on the Diablo website. And it says um, they updated on March 12th, which is uh, today. And it says season 22 will be ending on March 28th. Yeah. And then there's a blue post that tells you what time in your region. And that's pretty much all it says.
0: Yeah. So you got two weeks and a couple days. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm going to have to play a lot. That's not a bad thing. I could probably make it work. I hope. (laughs) You know? we'll see we'll see how it goes
0: this season's conquests weren't that good so you better
1: (laughs) yeah I know I always get stuck on those but I'll see what I can do I'm pretty comfortable with the barbarian I used to play demon hunter and I thought it was fun but there's just something cathartic about like going right up into the demon's face and hitting him for me (laughs) you know (laughs) so that's what I do
0: I think I rolled a hardcore character just to do the third conquest this season
1: did you neat How'd it go?
0: It's better than doing, you know, killing all the bosses. To me, anyway, it's better than killing all the bosses in 20 minutes or doing, like, all the story, Mm -hmm. you know, missions in under an hour and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd rather just roll a hardcore character and, like, do a 75 or something, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. At this point, though, I don't want to, like, I'm playing softcore this season because I just had a feeling I wasn't going to have a lot of energy to play because of... Spring pollen—that's been ridiculous. So I'm just playing soft in case I screw it up. I'll, I don't—I don't have the energy to like level another character, you know, right now. It'll get better, but yeah, that's—that's that's where I'm at, kind of. Is there anything else that you wanted to add in regards to Diablo or your show or anything else?
0: No, other than hope there's an alpha or something here real soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah well i know diablo immortal had the technical alpha i was not in it i'm hoping there's if there's an alpha or a beta or something to that one i'm hoping i'll get in but like nobody knows if they're gonna get into these things until they get it you know or they don't
0: yeah so
1: i mean i think that one's probably gonna have like an alpha of something maybe before the d2 remastered is it remastered yeah
0: i think it's properly called resurrected Resurrected.
1: i keep getting those two words screwed up Because they have roughly the same amount of syllables, and they both start with an R, and I'm dyslexic, so it's like I can't keep it straight for the life of me. But that one, that one I think isn't going to get an alpha quicker. Like, I think the Immortal's going to have theirs out quicker than the Diablo 2, I think.
0: Hopefully they go back in Diablo 2 and make the Amazon and stuff a little younger. You know, other than that, that's about it. I know there's a lot of people complaining, well, one person complaining on the forums and other places, but
1: complaining about the Amazon and D two or something else
0: about the races and Diablo two re- resurrected versus Diablo two. Like I'm reading this and I'm reading the whole thing and I'm like, okay, so it's an overlap of a game engine, right? That the the game engine basically uprised everything. So the game engine basically did that, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong.
1: I think it's close enough, yeah. Like, they built it on top of the original one, and then they kind of had to do stuff so that the... Like, the game was running on frames, but the newer, newer version runs on time. So they had to, like, sync that in some way that I can't possibly explain. Is that kind of where you're going
0: with that? But there's somebody complaining that, like the Crusader or whatever, what Crusader Temple or whatever, mm-hmm. in Diablo 2. Like, you go to his hometown, and it's like Aztec stuff, you know, I think in Act 3 or whatever. Okay. But then you look at him on D2 Resurrected, and he looks like a black person with an afro from the 70s. Okay. And then the, the assassin is... You know, the original assassin was named Natalia, obviously, because the Demon Hunters, the set.
1: Natalia's, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But then somebody's complaining, or the same person's complaining that the assassin in D2 Resurrected looks like a flat-faced Chinese person. And um, why is the people making D2 Resurrected changing the race of... You know, these artificial characters.
1: That don't exist in reality. Yeah. I mean.
0: <laughs> to line them up with races in the real world. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't know. I mean, like,
1: have they played Diablo 3? Like, you have a variety of races just in the characters. And what is. I don't know what the problem is. I mean, it's pretty common for games to show more diversity. D2 is what? a lot of years old like from decades like 90s maybe like early late 90s maybe and um, things were different then you know (laughs) things were different in the world then things were different in terms of decisions made by people who were making games and over time we've added a lot more diversity because there's a lot of variety of people that play these games that should be represented as well. And I know in World of Warcraft, which is obviously also a Blizzard game, um, they have gone to efforts to to make things more diverse. Like some of the NPCs have a different skin tone or different hair than they used to, to kind of, you know, not have everyone be like this, you know, look like they're white basically, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, There are good reasons to do that. It helps your player base feel more included and it helps match the real world and things like that. So I kind of feel like perhaps not knowing who the person is you're reading uh, uh, stuff from on the forums, I assume. I kind of feel like maybe their problem isn't that the characters don't match. It's that they just want to see exactly the same as themselves. You know? Yeah. I would be okay if they felt that several of the characters didn't look right because their armor is wrong or their voice sounds weird or something like that that maybe didn't go right into the new version as well as maybe people had hoped. But that's not what they're complaining about. They're complaining about Blizzard adding people of different races or changing characters to be different races for more diversity. And to be all grumpy about that is kind of icky,
0: you
1: know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. to to put it politely, without using other words I might not want to use on this show. So, um, yeah, wow. Um, But if it's only one guy making that complaint, then, you know, he can... He's just uh, told the world who he is, and people decide accordingly if they want to interact with him or not. Or her, I have no idea. Or them, whatever, right? (laughs) So... So with that, (laughs) this might be a good time to end the show. I think we've covered (laughs) what little bits we could get from Diablo itself as best we could. And um, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show and talking Diablo and and other stuff with me. And it's been really nice having you here today.
0: It's been nice coming back.
1: You have been listening to episode 298 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook, facebook.com Shattered Soulstone. You can also send the show an email, show at shatteredsoulstone.com, I believe. Thank you all for listening.